Welcome in, welcome in. The boys are back. It's Beantown Breakdown, episode 10. It's been quite some time, but we're back on air. We are back on air. I've missed you, Andrew. I have. Dude, when I when I saw the text pop up on my phone that we're doing this, I got so much excitement. Dude, I'm telling you, I got some extra time. You know, it's been it's been busy. I'm not even gonna lie, man. And it has been busy. But I said, you know what? Thursday night, we got an open window. We have to take advantage. You're the first guy I texted. I went, Andrew Parker, send podcast episode tonight. Let's do it. Dude, I, I, what, that was the most, that was, well, let's see. That's probably the third best news I got today. I mean, obviously. Really? Behind the, behind okay, the yeah, lockout. No, I know number one. We'll get to number one. That's been on my mind forever. So that has to be, because that was just like, it almost felt like a weight off my shoulder. So I, I have to put that one ahead of you. Has and to then be one. two is that facial hair. This is what I'm liking, man. This, this guy's out here hyping me up. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you cannot see the facial hair right now. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can. I might, I might even have to tweet a photo once the episode drops a little screenshot action you're kind of putting me to shame right now i don't know man see you got something good going on as well that's the thing though do you know how long it it took me to be able to even like complete it though like it it took some years it's gotta be a while man this what i got going on right now is about a week a week's worth week and a half so we're not even at the peak yet i can only go off from here i promise you so you are you uh have you heard that I don't know if it's true or not. I think it's a myth, but mm. if you, they say that if you keep shaving like your face, it'll just, it'll grow back in like thicker. Is I've that heard like, that. I think that's I've a myth. It. I don't know because I think it might be real, you know? But how, how is that real? I don't understand that one. I don't know. Cause like, it doesn't really happen with your head. Right. You know, like my, yeah, I don't feel like my point. hair has grown quicker. It might be the facial hair. I, you know, I don't know. But I don't I'm, know. I'm growing it out, man, because I don't know if you knew this. I actually, so we're recording right now on Thursday night. Episode will likely drop Friday morning, Friday afternoon. You're listening to this on Friday, maybe Saturday. We're recording this Thursday night, March 10th. Okay. I just got out of class, right? <laughs> okay. I have a class from what five, class was it? It was a, uh, I don't even know what the class is. It is. I've a, been there before. It's all I good. Think, <laughs> I think it's like a public relations type class or like advertising PR type class. And um, as a senior right now, it, it's one of those classes where it's like an introductory class. Yep. And I just took it because I needed to fill credit. So I was like, I'll take an easy class. Boom. Thing that stinks is it's 5.30 to 6.45 p.m. Central time. So 6.30 to 7.45 Eastern. So it's, it's a late one. It's a late one. You don't like those, especially on a Thursday, but it is what it is. I am the only senior in the class. I'm the oldest one in the class. Everyone else, sophomores, freshmen. How okay. big is the class? Like how many kids? Like 20, 20 kids. Oh. So, okay. I mean, it's it, a fairly decent turnout there. Yeah, that, I get that. So like, kind of like in. everybody knows everybody in that class. Exactly. Right? It's not like ones, you can walk you know, in and hide. They, they have the, you know, the jovial spirit, you know, they're looking forward to college. And I'm like, listen, you have no idea what is going to happen in these you next see this years. stash. You're going to grow this thing this. out. And like- I was like, you think I walked onto campus looking like this? No, yeah. this, is, this is turmoil showing up on a face, right? There. That's what that is. 
But no, it's just I, I have to I have to play the part now. You know, you, you got to. And that's why we're growing out the stash, the beard. You know, I got to live up to the senior status. It's what I got to do. Yeah, I respect the game, up. man. It shows, uh, you, like you said, that little Tommy boy over in the corner that just uh, fresh 18 doesn't, isn't going to have one of those on his face. I'll tell you that. No. no. But my so. hope is to inspire. My hope is to inspire. Like, I, if one of those, you know, 19, 20-year-olds can look at me and say, hey, I want that type of mustache-goatee combo once I get to his point, once I've gone through the muck of college, I mean, that's the goal. If you can get one, one upcoming senior to think that I've succeeded. Honestly, it's a role model, role it's model movie, status man. right there. And, uh, cause I always, I was always bad at math in my day. So, um, even in, you know, in I don't know where school, this is going, but, <laughs> but, you know, in high school, I was in a freshman math class when I was a senior because I was just awful at it. So um, I kind of feel your pain. Like I literally was like my last semester in high school. I was like, you know, you kind of like you're a senior. You're like about to graduate high school. You're like, like, I don't care. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Like college is next. Like, you know, the summer, then college, like it's going to be the best time ever, blah, blah. So you're just like, your mind's not even on this like geometry class that I'm in. No. Um, I got a bunch of like freshmen and sophomores in the class with me, just looking at me all the time. Cause I'm like the old guy, you know, I was yeah. growing a little stubble on my chin and stuff. And all these, you know, little guys in the class were looking at me. I feel you the same way. And I was kind of just like, listen, guys, you guys wish that you could have like a 30% of this class like I have right now. Cause I really don't care. But um, no, that, I don't know why I randomly thought of that, but I did. Man's um, reminiscing of the old days. There's nothing like I've did. I've done some soul searching the past week and a half because of this baseball lockout. Hey, that is we're back. no more. No more. It's gone. Baseball's back. I, I was going crazy today. I'm in like a better mood because of it. I think everyone is. Every baseball fan has to be, right? Did you, you go did through like a tug of war at at some point because you kept seeing Bob Nightingale just like tweet like, Oh, it's about to end. Like I don't listen to really... Bob Nightingale. That, you know that's what? I don't either. Yeah. But he came back. I don't know, dude. I was going through a tug of war because I'm like, you know, there, there's hyping it up. Like last week they met for like 16 hours or something. And then they were like, all right, like it's 3am we're going home. But we're right there. Like we're right there. And then they started the next day and they were like, Oh yeah, we're not even close. It's like, why did, what did it's you get? Absurd. What do you think they were talking about in the room for 16 hours that day? Like what? There's no way it was anything important. I, you, you're not, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sue me. I, listen, I have no inside sources, nothing related to this whatsoever. You are not negotiating for 16 hours and coming to no, no chance. Solution. You're just not, you are talking about other things at that point. Without you have to like there's no chance that they were actually legit like even if they would like meet for a little bit discuss and then go back to their own group which was what they were doing in florida last week it was like you guys like got any closer than that like oh no i doubt. don't know why were they going back and forth too like do we know why i think they were honestly just trying to throw like i feel like they were like 
hey, like the owners would just be like, hey, we really like this. Let's throw that over there. And then they would, you know, they'd scurry over there, say it, and then deliver it to the players. And then the players would be like, okay, we'll think about it. And then they walk back, right? And then the players are like, okay, that idea was terrible. And then let's just see if we can throw this at them and see Mm -hmm. if they'll move. I feel like that's just what what kept happening. Like, I feel like the owners would be like, we're going to throw this at them and see if they move closer to us on the counter which i guess is how negotiating works i guess but sure i mean it was awful and and listen i think this is big because i don't know about you man um actually i do know about you like we i don't mean just you and i i mean we collectively as a country needed baseball right now for baseball fans anyway because like every time i go on social media or every time today was much more positive over the past week and a half two weeks I'd go on social media. My Twitter feed would be like, so-and-so died from COVID, Russian missile, no baseball. Like, that was my timeline for the past two weeks. And I'm literally like, there is nothing good going on in life anymore. Nothing. Nothing at all. Pretty depressing when you put it like that. Three things. It was ridiculous. So now to have some good news come out about baseball, it's like, yes, let's go. Come on. Here, here we go. Maybe life starts turning around for the better. Right? Did you ever find yourself um, trying to convince yourself that maybe you were going to be okay without baseball? Because I did. I was, you like, had to, you, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to watch a lot of minor league baseball. You know, yes. like I, I need I was to like find college ways, baseball, college baseball, minor too. league. And I had been paying attention to college ball just because of, like I didn't have much of an appreciation for college college ball before because MLB obviously had overshadowed it. But then I spent this past summer out on the Cape and, you know, you're watching these guys play every day. So now like I'm more apt to watch more college baseball to keep track of the guys I covered this past summer. So that's been fun. That's like kept me mentally stable for the past, you know, three weeks or whatever, two weeks, three weeks. But yeah, like you you have to snap into it. Like, okay, what am I going to do if there really is no baseball? Like, I can't imagine going through June, July, August with no baseball. I don't know what a summer looks like without baseball. I don't know what those months look like otherwise. I was so sad at at one point because they kept canceling. Like, they were threatening to, like, cancel. Like, oh, we canceled the first week. We canceled the second week. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, we'll be okay because we still have we still have NBA and NHL mm-hmm. all the way up until their playoffs but then when those end like baseball's all you got it is. is the it's the only sport like of the four like major sports in the United States it is the only one that has like months by itself yeah. which is crazy to me so it's like i i understand what you're saying it's like you take that out of the equation it's like what do you, you don't have NFL, you don't have NBA anymore. You don't have NHL. It's like, what do you have? It's scary, but I'm glad we don't have to worry about it now. I am too. We're good. And and, I mean, we got to relate this, of course, to the topic of the show. And that is Boston sports and mass culture. And that's the Red Sox. I think right now is too early to really get into an in-depth preview. All right. But just general thoughts on this team. I mean, what do you got? Because I think there are some things that happened between, like, the end of last season 
and and the off season that we have had. It's obviously been a weird off season, but you know there have been some some small moves, some small changes, um, that have obviously affected this team. Like the one that stands out to me is obviously the Renfro trade. Yep, with the Brewers, like JBJ is back. Renfro's in Milwaukee. Um, Renfro now my next door neighbor. Don't know if you knew that. Me and him just chilling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just great. I, I, okay. Dude, that'd be awesome. I mean, come on. Now. I forgot about that. Renfro kind of followed you over there. Yeah, just followed me right over. And uh, not actually my next door neighbor. Um, but no, JBJ was horrific um, in Milwaukee. And I mean terrible. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, but it's so nice having his glove. It is. But I do. I understand it. His bat is terrible. And it was even bad when he was in Boston still. He was so streaky here. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because obviously we don't know. I think they're going to sign an outfielder. I think they kind of have to. Like they don't, I don't see how they would be comfortable starting JBJ every day. I don't think he's like an everyday player. I I, I think think he used to be. I think he's a great bench guy. I mean, late innings, you need a, you need defense in the outfield. Nothing. He's the best glove. I would almost consider he's got one of the best gloves in the league. Um, But I don't know, man, you're going to have to sign a outfielder because I don't know, you know, losing Renfro's bat in the lineup. is like, you can't replace, you can't just go, okay, we're trading Renfro out and we're bringing in JBJ. That's just not, that's a downgrade. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you bring in JBJ, who obviously is great defensively, but Renfro held his own defensively too. I know he doesn't have necessarily as much range as JBJ, maybe, but the arm, I feel like, made up for some of the range. He did make a lot of errors. He did. You know, and I think he not... was actually, I was shocked when I heard that. He was like in the top three, I think, in errors made for right was fielders he? last year, yeah, which I, I was mean, surprised. He's just like, you don't really think of Hunter, like Hunter Renfro, if you just put him, in front of me, I'd be like, oh, first baseman or third baseman. Oh, he's a tank. You know? So, like, you know, you don't think of him as an outfielder. Um, you know, I, like, I don't – they weren't – they were – they can't bank on him to have that – I mean, dude, his career batting average was like 212 or something. Yeah. Like, last year yeah, was, it was an anomaly. A, it was an anomaly, yeah. It was an anomaly. But, like, it's hard to see him go after a season like that. I agree. I just, I just think they sold when they thought they could because they don't think yeah. he could replicate it. So I don't blame him. I'm, I don't think he's gonna hit 260 and all and all that this year. I just don't. It's nice they get Alex Bynloss too. Pinellas, uh, is it Pinellas? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Alex Pinellas. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Bynloss the entire time. So that's good to know. <laughs> but Louisville guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that at least. It's Benelis. It makes much more sense. I, um, the only reason I know that is because, uh, like, I don't know if you saw the interview he did with Section 10 right after. It was like literally he got acquired, and then he went on Section 10 that night. I didn't um, see that. Yeah, it was back. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was at the bar the night that trade was made, so I was not doing much. It was much like, recently. what, November, December? Yeah, I think so. Before the lockout started, obviously. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, so, yeah, he hopped on Section 10, and they were talking to him a ton, and that, that was actually a really good interview. So he he seems like a really chill, normal guy, and he seems like a beast too. So I'm excited for him as well. Yeah, no, I, I knew, you know, highly touted prospect from Louisville. Um, 
because some of the guys I covered out on the Cape this past summer played with them at Louisville. Um, but yeah, no, I was at the bar the night that that happened. The trade went down, you know, the Renfro JBJ trade and uh, terrible. I got reamed. I mean, I was just like, are you kidding me? You know, everyone's like, congrats on, you know, getting JBJ who hit 160 last year. Like, thanks for the 35 home runs. I'm like, you're acting like I'm in the front office. Yeah. Like, look where, <laughs> look where I am right now. You know? Yeah. I just got off the phone with Haim actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was doing. I guess I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just hammered. I accidentally know? said JBJ. I was like watching some highlights from 18. Sorry. Like, good God. You know, that's one thing that frustrates me, man. It, but I'll tell you this, Milwaukee is where the Red Sox send players to die. Name one guy we've sent to Milwaukee that's actually been successful out here. I mean, who have we even sent? Travis Shaw? Shaw was not good out he here when he first got out here originally. We sent Brock Holt out here too, right? I don't remember. I'm 99% sure we did. I feel like Brock Holt's played on like 10 teams by now. We're going to look it up, Andrew, because we have the ability to do that because we want to be up front with the viewers. I feel like Brock Holt's been like, what was it? He was in Texas last year. I think the year before that he was like nationals and yeah, Washington. And then I feel like he's been on like four teams since the Sox got rid of him. The Pirates. Didn't he go to Pirates? No. Okay. I don't don't know what else. He, He started in Pittsburgh. That's right. That's right. Boston. I don't know if we traded Holt to Milwaukee or we just let him walk. But Brock Holt was on Milwaukee for the 2020 season. Part of it, anyway. And he was three for 30 through 16 games out here. Oh, so he didn't really. Oh, well, 2020 was the shortened season. It was only 60 games, so. So he's not good. Yeah. So who else? I don't even remember who else we've sent out there. Shaw, Holt. I think those are the two. JBJ. JBJ. Let's not forget about the guys they've sent us. Tyler Thornburg. Goat. Gosh. Absolute goat. He was a bust and a half. He was terrible. I was so excited about Thornburg when we, I think we traded Shaw for him. Yeah, no, it was. Yo, did we get Burke Badenhop? From Milwaukee as well. Oh gosh, I have no idea. But I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll tell you, Tyler Thornburg was a bust. Yeah, he was awful, man. So was Carson Smith. I know we didn't give him from Milwaukee, but those when Seattle, I think of, right? Yeah, when I think of Thornburg, I think of Carson Smith. So we got them both around the same time, and they both were terrible. Boston Red Sox choir reliever Burke Badenhop from the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, we got Burke Badenhop, too. By the way, Carson Smith. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but we traded. We got him in a trade from Seattle, like, years ago. Wasn't he supposed to be good, and then he was, like, injured forever? Do you remember how he injured himself? No. He punched, like... Uh, I think he punched, uh, like a locker in the Red Sox locker room or something. I don't remember. Is that, are you Googling it? It was a 
Yeah, it says this. Carson Smith suffers shoulder injury throwing glove in dugout. And he okay. was he I never played after that. Like that was in 2018. He has not played since. My man threw his glove in the dugout after he got rocked and he just never came back. That is insane. <laughs> That's a bad look. I cannot believe that. I kind of Honestly, forgot about that. I kind of it's, forgot flabber, it's quite flabbergasting, to be honest. My man got schlacked for a three-run home run, came off the field, took his glove, and just threw it against the wall. And then he immediately was like, I just messed up. Gone, never heard of again. How do we even know that guy's still alive? He's got to be, right? I, I saw him tweet the other day. That's the only reason why I thought of it. Please and do not tell me you're following him on Twitter. I'm not. Uh, but he still has his profile picture is him in a Red Sox uniform. Go Fenway Park is his header. Go his bio says pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. So I was like, there's no way this guy's still on the Red Sox, right? And I just looked, he's free agent. So I don't understand. The guy just and he's been he's like actively tweeting still. So it's not like it's not like he hasn't been on it yeah. in forever. Living in the glory days, man. It just blew my mind. But I was I was wrong about something and I haven't talked to you in a while about it, but I was completely wrong about the Celtics, by the way. I think we were both wrong about the Celtics. I, I'm like hand up, like very wrong. And I was so wrong about Ime. Terribly wrong. I agree with that. I mean, but that's – we're just doing our due diligence to being – Is it weird, though, that I still would rank him as the coach in – Boston that's closest to the hot seat still. Mm, actually, I'll take I, that back. You're not I I would put Cassidy. No. You don't think so? No. There's been some absolutely bad, not. There's been some bad. I'm talking right now. There's been some bad losses. Are you talking about the Bruins? Well, it was a terrible loss the other night, wasn't there? Oh yeah, I mean, we did. There, there's, there was two games where they score. The team scored like under 30 seconds ago. It kind of sucked, but not on the hot seat. I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat, but I wouldn't say Udoka's on the hot seat either by any means. Now, I just said doing, just know? the way I worded it though. He's the one that's closest to the hot seat of yeah. all four teams. I don't even think that though. I was actually going to say Belichick. Yeah, I don't. I'm I mean, not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. No, this is what I think. I don't think. I don't think anyone's being close to getting canned. I agree. I, I just think the I one think, that would be closest is still. I think it would just be Cassidy, just by default. No, not at all. Well, Cassidy, you know, Cassidy's so safe it hurts. I know exactly. I mean, he's so safe it hurts, but I just think Udoka's safer. You, you're not gonna fire a guy when your team's gone 18 and two in the past 20 games or whatever they've gone. I agree, but. I still think he's the closest. So what happens God, if man. what happens if we, you know, keep playing the way we are, heading to the playoffs, and say we get swept by the Cavaliers? We're not getting swept by Cleveland. Exactly. Cleveland so pretenders, bro. They're pretenders. Okay, so We're what happens swept if, by Cleveland? What happens if we do get we like march on in and just get swept? They're like, yikes. We're not getting swept by anyone. You know, I'm going to look into the camera right now. All right? Hear me out right now. The Boston Celtics 
I'm making a run this year, baby. And I'm saying it right now. I'm not saying it's going to be a finals. I'm not saying Banner 18 is this year. But guess what? This team is playing deep into the spring, into the summer, however you want to phrase it. And this team's doing special things. The defense is there. The offense is there. Jason Tatum is better than your favorite player. And I don't care who knows. And that's what I'm saying. I just looked in the camera doing that. Couldn't see how I looked on my little rant there. But you know what? I think I looked good with the mustache, the goatee, the passion, the heart. This Celtics team is built to stay, Mike. It was fierce, man. Uh, you look like, uh, you, you know, with the socks hat, the little little facial hair. It's look like uh, Dorchester's finest right now, man. <laughs> there you go. Now, I want to bring up something. Um, did you see the video of um, – hold on. It was on – I forget if it was on ESPN or Fox. First, t- first take posted it. So, that's ESPN. Uh, it was Chris Mad Dog Russo. Oh, goodness. Talking about uh, taking Larry Bird over LeBron James with both players in their prime. Um, I, I didn't see it. Was I it wanna... one of his discussions with Stephen A? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I want to show the video. I don't want to get the copyright claim. Um, <laughs> I might do it for a social on TikTok. But basically, he's sitting there and he's like, Larry Bird is, I forget the exact wording, but he's like, I would take Larry Bird over LeBron James. And all I could think about the entire video is there is no doubt in my mind, this will be me sitting in a Quincy Mass Dunkin' Donuts in about 15 years, like in the corner by myself, preaching to just whoever wants to hear me out. Larry Bird is better than LeBron in their prime. And again, I don't care. I just thought the video was fun. Going to this side. I, I didn't see it. And I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you after. Mad Dog Russo is insane. 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 Way. He's crazy. But the, nah, the Celtics team, man, like, I, it feels so good. It feels so good. Jason Tatum, I mean, he often does this where he will kind of stink to start the year, go on this insane stretch where you're like, we are watching the second coming of Christ and then kind of fizzle out towards the end, like the end, end of the season. But I don't know. I don't know. This year could be the year where he like peaked at the right time and just rides the wave into the playoffs. Teams just aren't stopping this man. They're not. I thought, by the way, you're going to uh, bring up instead of the Larry Bird, LeBron, the uh, I, I was watching the pregame, uh, the Celtics pregame before they played Memphis. And uh, there was a poll question. It was like, who would you rather have on your team? Ja Morant or... Jason well, what Tatum. did you just pronounce? Ja Morant. <laughs> what are you, French? I believe it's Ja Morant. <laughs> ja Morant. What All right, are you so the about? poll what was are you from? Ja Morant or Ja Jason Morant. Tatum. Ja Morant. And uh, no, no. a lot of people pick Ja over him. Ja who? Ja M. Ja Morant? Ja, ja M over Tatum. So do with that what you please. It's a recency bias, man. Ja, Ja's been going crazy. But, um, you know, everyone likes to, like, take the new guy. Like, Tatum. Tatum has been around this league now for, like, 
you know what three four years it's so weird to me like he he's literally so young still and he's been around for yeah, like, so this is what, his fourth, fourth, year, year? fourth year fourth year and yeah, he's, so. it seems like he's like just got out of duke like a year ago and you know john Morant, on the other hand like still young real young you know i think he what second year now third year Dude, i don't even know all the years of mixing growing up too quick here he's a murray state boy too i know murray you don't state know what boy. murray state is yes i do he cooked marquette in the tournament first year my first year of college Marquette lost to Murray State. Yeah, yeah, twelve-five matchup. Yikes! Yeah, John Morant was cooking, man. Absolutely cooking. It's okay. I literally couldn't even tell you the last win that Mizzou basketball has in the tournament. I couldn't even tell you because they stink, man. That's that's why. That's bad. Michael Porter Jr. Oh yeah, this is totally like off the wall, but. Mizzou basketball this year had a bobblehead night for Michael Porter Jr. And Michael Porter Jr. played one game for Mizzou. I remember you were in love. I remember back in the days where we did our other podcast, you were in love with Michael Porter Jr. Dude, I can't even, like, if I tried to translate that to, like, a Boston team, and I'm like, think about if any of these teams – Think about if the Patriots had a bobblehead night for Antonio Brown and he after he had only played in one game. It's like, that's weird. It is weird. <laughs> or if the Celtics – well, I guess that's different. I was going to say Joe Johnson, but, like, he, he kind of, like, is a legend. He started his career. I think it would be mm-hmm. more, like, funny to do that just because, like – Remember yeah, there was yeah. literally a time this year where, like, the Celtics signed Joe Johnson and there was a point where it was, like – Joe Johnson could be playing meaningful minutes for this team for a while. And it was like, we were in that like world, but <sighs> things have changed. Things and, have uh, changed. We signed CJ nice. miles too. Oh yeah. Uh, I yeah. forgot who else. There was another, another, uh, Al Farouk. Al Farouk Amino. Yeah. Amino. Yeah. No, Aminu. Why are you like the, the word police tonight? <laughs> well, it's not, Al Farouk Amino Acids, man. Al Farouk Aminu. Maybe that's why I said I was thinking of Amino Acids. Was. Just casually out here thinking of Amino Acids on a Thursday night. <laughs> Man's like, ah, I don't man, know. Man, what are those building blocks to what do they got? Like nucleic acids, amino acids. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, that science wasn't my thing either, but carbohydrates. The only reason I even remember that is because in the science project you do in like middle school where it's like you have like the oh yeah no for sure yep the thing yeah no of course yeah i remember that one all right we got we gotta get past it the cell there you go um all right yeah all right well we know you're not a science science guy here but um a science guy you know, Caesar hot. There's really no other way around. Jason Tatum's been playing at an ungodly level. It was amazing watching him absolutely destroy Brooklyn the other night, um, other day, other afternoon, I should say, on Sunday. Um, but I, I can't, I can't get past something right now. What? You said Cassidy was on the hot seat. Sorry, I'm not saying he's on the hot seat. I'm saying in comparison, Cora is is way too loved, and they've had so much success under Cora. Udoka is the, is the hottest coach in Boston right now. I'll give you that. And Belichick 
has just been around forever. And like, he, you know, he's not going anywhere. By default, Cassidy is, Cassidy is not even close to being fired. I could see Belichick. Well, that's for another day, another discussion, another Felger and Maz like take, but yeah, I could see Belichick eventually sooner than later, but yeah, not this just year. the right I think, yeah, it, it as just, of uh, March 10th, 2022. Udoka is the closest. No, no, it's just no. The, the aura surrounding this team right now is way too high. The, I agree, but it's not going to last forever. And like no. you said, they're not even, even going to win this year. You even said it yourself. I, well, I'm saying as of right now, as of March 10th, like it, it waxes and wanes. It's like a moon, okay, or the moon. I, I shouldn't say a moon. We have one moon in, the, in this solar system, or not the solar system. Earth has one moon. I we are my, not science. I know my not, space. No, I know <laughs> space. All we right. are not science guys. Um. No, I, let me just Tatum though. This is what I want to talk about. Forget the coaching. Okay. Forget okay. the coaching stuff. Tatum. In March, 44 points, 54, 37, 33. It's bonkers. Andrew, that's nuts. Obviously, the 54-point game, the highlight of that, but other night against Charlotte, 44 points. Not bad either. Not bad. Do you think Dennis Schroeder was a curse on the team? I don't I don't blame Dennis Schroeder. I blame him for everything. Are you kidding me? No, nah, it's know. not a coincidence that Tatum started really inserting himself into the MP, MVP race as soon as we shipped that man out of here. Do you think Tatum is in the MVP race? Yes. Well, he's in, he's he is getting himself. You just read off an insane stat line. Yeah. I don't think four games make you an MVP. Maybe in the race, I think he's. I think you he's could you could 15. argue that Tatum is the most valuable player to his team. You could make that argument. Who's who's going? Um, who's going against? It? Like, who would you say is front runner right now? Probably the usual suspects. Embiid's up there. Jokic is up uh, there. Embiid, yes. Jokic is up there, obviously. Triple-double at night, pretty much. It is going to be interesting to see how Embiid plays this month with, with, like a, with a full month of Harden. It's going to be interesting to see how those two uh, exist with each other. But Yeah, he, I, I just want to let you know, he's been doing um, perfectly fine, uh, tonight included, because uh, I just kind of briefly looked at the score. Um, and... Embiid has 16 of Philadelphia's 25 points. Granted, Philly is losing 45-25 to Brooklyn right now. Wow. But um, he's, he's still not doing too shabby. Um, so that is that. Uh, with that being said, Giannis also up there. I yes. unfortunately watch more Bucks basketball nowadays nowadays than Celtics basketball usually because of work. Um, and Giannis is, is nuts. Like, it makes me sick to my stomach to say it, but he's insane. Crazy. He is insane. I, I don't even – I don't actually physically know how anybody guards – like, looking at him and how big he is and how he's able to move, I don't even understand how somebody can legit guard him. Mm. We tired out here, but it makes no sense. Um, and he's starting to kind of get a little bit better.
better at shooting too, which is scary. I think it's past Nikki G's bedtime. Past little Nikki G's bedtime. Um, 7.25 Central, 8.25 Eastern. Boom. Um, but, yeah, no, C is hot. We're back. Baseball. Calvin Ridley. Andrew. Not back. A guy that the Patriots uh, were supposed to pursue or people wanted the Patriots to pursue him will probably not be pursued now. Um, I don't I, – I think he's not going to be pursued anymore. No. No. Tough bet right there. $1,500 down to lose millions. 11 million, yep. 11 million. Definitely not a good one. Not good odds there. I would not take those odds. But uh, that hurts. With that being said, do you think that opens the door more for the potential of Amari Cooper coming to New England? Yeah, I would say Amari or Allen Robinson would be like, they got to be like top two. top two, right? Who do you want? Keeping in mind, I, I assume we can agree Amari Cooper is the better talent. Oh, yeah, 100%. But Allen Robinson is cheaper, would bring a better deal, and does still have potential with a good quarterback. You have to keep in mind, this is a guy who has been a receiver for terrible quarterbacks his entire career. And Matt Nagy's offensive system for the past, like, however many years, that's awful. Terrible. Kind of feel bad in, for the guy. He was in Jacksonville before that. I yeah. So. Which Jacksonville was actually pretty decent when he was there. The that, was, that was the year he was in Jacksonville Bortles? when they played us in the AFC Championship. Was it Bortles? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which I get it. Bortles is really Bortles. like. I get it. But that Jacksonville team was one win away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like that and that Stefan Gilmore freaking play. Like that was that they were literally one play away from yeah. the Super Bowl. So um yeah, no, I, I like Allen Robinson. I think he's been under I think nobody really thinks of him right now, like because of like what we just said. He's mm. been in Chicago kind of like wasting away. Um, but I think he's better than what we had. Yeah, and Amari Cooper would be nice because Mac Jones would. I know we never played with him at Bama, but he's. I know they know each other, and I know mm-hmm. they obviously both played in Saban's system, so I know they share some similarities. But I don't know if that translates. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a question for them. We'll have Mac and Amari on the pod next week, and uh, see. The action pack show. Yeah. Just said, uh, be a good one. Be a good one. So tune in for episode 11 with Mac Jones and Amari Cooper. Um, how about Bobby Wagner? How do you feel on the defensive side of things? Because JC Jackson, uh, not looking good. Right Why now. would we want Bobby Wagner? You don't want Bobby Wagner. Why would you want him? I've seen a lot of talk on Twitter, you know. And I know, I know, I'm not saying he would replace J.C. Jackson, obviously, different positions, okay? Um, but I, this is what I feel. When a guy like J.C. Jackson is leaving, or presumably leaving, uh, you got to bring someone in. I don't care, like, on the defensive side of the ball, I don't care what position they are, just to, like, lessen the hit. You have to, I think. I don't think we have any like, any money left. So, no. Do you um, think Bobby Wagner's like washed or like what's your reason? He's on the wrong side of 30, obviously. Yeah, but, he is. 
I thought the whole process of we, I, I don't think Hightower is on the same level as Wagner. I think Wagner's obviously better. Hightower has been like amazing. Don't get me wrong. But um, I thought the whole point of this off season and letting go of Van Noy and all this was to get younger and they want to get faster at linebacker. And I thought just bringing in Wagner would just not really fit. Well, what I, I like it too, because like, yeah, you got to get younger, right? But at the same time, you need some veteran presence there. So I'm not saying Wagner has to be this centerpiece or like it doesn't have to be a plan for your future. You remember what New England did with James Harrison a few years ago? Yeah. I could see something like that happening. You know, that was only for like what, half a season? He got released in the middle of the season. I thought it was a year. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I thought he got released half a year. But the thing, they're they got rid of van noy which is like you know crowd fan favorite um you know hightower is a free agent so it's like are they really going to bring back hightower i actually don't think they will Uh, i don't think they have any desire to and you last year we got absolutely toasted on defense because how slow everybody was like i love devin mccordy more than Mm -hmm. And just as much as anybody else. And Devin McCourty lost a step last year, and it was yeah. sad to see. That's why when way, we were missing Kyle Duggar, it was such a big miss. But terrible. By the way, uh, James Harrison won game for the New England Patriots. That's on me. That's my bad. <laughs> Wait, what? One game for the New England Patriots. Oh, that's it? Yeah, one game. <laughs> I uh, thought he definitely played more than one. Yeah, I did too, because they made such a big deal about it. They were like, it James Harrison. Deal. Yeah, so – um, I could have swore he was playing like I could have swore he played like maybe eight games or no, like no, seven. No, it was one. One, so, one game, according to Pro Football Reference. Holy cow! I yeah, no yeah, one game. I, literally, I would have never guessed. <laughs> literally has one more game than you and I do in a New England Patriots uniform. I would have never guessed that because, like you said, they made such a big deal about it that, like, oh, like we're getting a Hall of Famer, James yep. Harrison. He played one game. <laughs> it was one game. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I just don't want to watch Miles Bryant. I really don't. Um, anything but that, really. To, to we get Jonathan really. Jones back next year, which is big. Huge. That he was he was, he's solid, and we missed him a lot. What's Patty Chung up to? Can we bring him back out of the depths of retirement? Kyle no. Duggar replaced him, and we're not looking back. No, Patty Chung from the depths of retirement. That's tough, I don't. Man. I liked, I liked him, obviously, because he was on, you know, Patty Trump. he was like the, like, guy on that, that guy that would just smack anybody on that defense, but Kyle Duggar's, like, better. I love Kyle Duggar, too. He, like, he, like, went to that, like, D3 school, like, Lenore Ryan. Um, nobody's, like, knows what that is. Um, You're right came about from, that. He came from, like, the smallest school in the world, and... Belichick made him like a second round pick or for no, he was our second round pick. He wasn't our first. I don't think we had a first that year. Um, yeah, I, I love him. I love him just cause he's like, you know, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's like, I came from a school where NFL players aren't really coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what goes on with that team. Um, they need a, they need a wide receiver one though, like a legitimate solidified wide receiver one, like Nelson Aguilar, not that guy. Kendrick Bourne, not that guy. You know, Jacoby Myers, love him to death, not that guy. He's not a, he's not a WR1. They have he, everything else checked off on offense. They have tight end one, Hunter Henry. 
Yep. They have a great backfield with uh, Stevenson and Harris. Yep. And, then, and James White, too. We're forgetting James he's White. He's coming back. Yep. And that's going to be big for the pass huge. game. It's going to be huge. Um, and then they have they – have, they still have a pretty decent O-line. Like, you still have David Andrews. You still have Shaq Mason. Um, you still have Wynn. Wynn, I think, is still there. I think he might be on his last year. I don't know about Trent Brown. I'm not sure. Didn't he go to Mizzou? No. Or something? Or didn't he go to your high school or something? Don't you have no. some connection to Trent Brown? Mm-mm. Cool. All right. Trent but, Brown. I don't know, man. Didn't you if reach was, out? Didn't you reach out to Trent Brown once trying to get an interview? I don't think so. I swear you did. Nah, not Whatever. Trent Brown. I would remember because Trent Brown's huge. Right. Trent Brown is one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen in my life. Really? Well, is isn't he? Like you see him. You I've never him seen on, him. I only you've seen never him. seen him on the field. Well, on my TV, dude. When he's like, when he's standing in the huddle next to David Andrews and Mason, he was like on the TV. He was like considerably bigger than the rest of them, and it's like that's terrifying. Listen, man, I, I just I black out during Pat's games. I don't mean alcohol wise. I mean I'm just so focused on like the plays. Well, I'll say the the only reason I like I actually really think that is because of all things I took my girlfriend to her first ever Patriots game this mm-hmm. past year against the Browns, and she even spotted him from our seats and said, "Why is that guy so much bigger than the rest?" And I was like, "That's actually a great point. That dude's a monster. Like, he's absolutely huge." Oh, shout out your girlfriend. I know she she's a loyal listener of the show interacts on social media great stuff great stuff from her she loves the tiktoks that's what we like to hear she loves the tiktoks i put a lot of time in those tiktoks man i don't have tiktoks call me a boomer or whatever you want to call me i just don't have it you know the cask and flagon followed us today get out i don't know if it's your actual tiktok i'm trying to figure that out a tiktok account if someone could verify this that'd be fantastic Cask and flagon. Follow us. I don't believe that. I, I really don't think it's a real account, but I have no idea. I don't know if they just would, created it. Who's out there making uh, an account, a random account trying to be that bar? That's what I'm saying, though. That's why I'm confused. So I'll give it a few days. We'll see if the follower account jumps up. But I don't know. Cask I don't know. That would be kind of cool, actually. It would but... be. It would be. It really would. Fun fact, I've never been. I've been a few times with the fam. Never been. Games. It's a great atmosphere. Fantastic. I recommend it. What's your... F- I'll ask you at a different time. What is this? What is this? A culture part? All right. What's your... Jump in. Let's go. Culture. I mean, we've what's been your going favorite, for like an hour. What's your favorite Fenway bar? Hmm. Tony C's count. Okay. All right, stop. What? That's not a. That's not like a. It's a restaurant. All right. I'll I, I like the you. I like the vibes there. Or or like, dude. I don't, I don't know. Like Bleacher Bar. That that one. That's the one out in center, right? Yep. 
I like that too. But like, you, you gotta keep in mind, I have not been to Fenway since turning 21. That's why I stopped because I, you know, we encourage drinking responsibly here. We're not gonna uh-huh. promote underage. <laughs> no, and you know, you know, I didn't even drink till I was 21. And that's that is hand on the Bible. Like, swear to God, like that's how I was. And then um, you know, got out to Milwaukee, turned 21. And it was it was a ball game. But uh no, yeah, I I the only reason I like like Tony C's. Like, it's because I have good memories there, like, with family and friends. Like, that's where we used to go. Like, boom. What bar am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Bullpen, I think. Are you? Bullpen, Kitchen and Tap. That's what I'm thinking of. It's like the – it's like you go down, you, like, go in the door. It's right next to the team store. You go down, and it's, like – it opens up, and there's, like, big old thing. And – the first time I ever went, this guy was like, oh, yeah, like, are you drunk? And I was like, no. And he's like, don't go down there then. And I literally just turned around and left. Never went back until this past summer. Obviously, it was like close. It was like closed for a little bit with COVID. Mm-hmm. Opened back up this year. And we went down there after a game. And it was an electric factory. And that's my yeah, favorite man. one now. That sounds great. I, I do love Bleacher Bar, too. I mean, that's just such a I've cool. I've been once, but. It's such a cool, like, spot. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. And, uh, nah, yeah. So, I, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I mean, I gotta get out there this summer for a game. Gotta catch a game. Gotta catch one. I got so lucky with, uh, I got so lucky with tickets because they kept, I bought, t- I got, I bought Red Sox tickets like two months ago, Patriots mm-hmm. Day, um, against the Twins. Obviously, it's gonna be, you know, 11 o'clock start on that Monday. It's like, very good tradition here and when they when manfred was like hey we're canceling games up to like the 13th or something i'm like yep i'm not gonna get to go to that game <laughs> um but so happy you're I'm going back to the i bought those tickets for so cheap during the lockout because just nobody was looking at everybody Take was like time. buying their celtics and brewing stuff so i got i got lucky with that so pretty excited about patriots day this year seriously that's the best i mean i did that once or no i did that a couple times went to that game and uh i mean just unbelievable experience like there's nothing nothing beats that zero things parker nothing you got to take some photos videos post it on the tiktok you got to get you on tiktok that's what we got to do first good luck man i don't Uh, know if i could have it i know i know how it is too because i know like I know I see my girlfriend watch TikToks every night and then I get those I get those songs stuck in my head and I don't yeah. even have TikTok. I can only imagine if I actually had TikTok and I have into the thick of it stuck into my head the little song no, know, from the backyardigans. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm just saying most of the hashbula videos you send me originate <laughs> and stem from TikTok. You know what? I see them on Twitter and that's all that matters. Now they're gifts in on the iphone so that's even better oh uh, there's definitely gonna need to be a uh, a social media clip with just a hash bowl of video kill it all right we put it right there there it is i set it up nicely see hope you enjoy it hope you enjoy it um but yeah man well i got some, get you, on. you know couple closing thoughts close it TikTok up yet um 
Lil Wayne tweeted, uh, let's go Red Sox. That's love to see that. St. Patty's Day in mm. Boston this this next weekend, actually. So it's going to be my first time down in Southie. It's going to be a little crazy, a little rowdy. Um, obviously, I'm like a little Irish, I guess. Um, so says the, right uh, says the man who's straight up looking like a leprechaun out here with the red hair, red beard. I know. I, I'm thinking about I'm just not going to shave this until it. And then obviously, like if the sun's out, my hair is like a little little red so dude i'll pay you so much to dress up full leprechaun outfit pot of gold you gotta go for it man i had to do that in college once so um yeah probably gonna get a response though right yeah no like i uh i i literally had to hold a box of lucky charms and then i had to like i literally was wearing like had to tell what the guy on the box was wearing what lucky is wearing it's actually a pretty good outfit for halloween it was great his name's lucky right yeah is see i didn't know that it was a great halloween costume man because i just walked around i I don't even think i needed to walk around with lucky charms box but everybody was like oh it's lucky i was like yeah of course (laughs) like why else am i wearing white tights and a green cape and whatever the heck else he's wearing. You'd hope, you'd hope people get that off the bat, you know? I hope so, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be fine. Uh, I saw it was like the number two city in the country for uh, St. Patty's day. What's one Chicago, Philadelphia. No way. Really? Yeah. I don't know why Philly was Philly was one, you know, Chicago makes their entire river green. Yes. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I thought they would be one because they try to like, they try very hard to be like the, like you said, they dye the river green and all that. I was like, they try so hard. That's overdoing it. Come on. I don't even, when I think of Irish, I don't even think of Chicago. No. You think of Boston. You you maybe think of New York a little bit, but. Little Boston, a little New York, uh, you know, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean, those are the top three. Oh, big Fort Wayne Indiana guy Fort Wayne I'm kidding man oh I thought you were talking about Fort Bend because of the Notre oh Dame. no I didn't even think of that yeah no I, I, that's what I thought saying. I was like oh okay yeah, no, I get no, no, it. Fort, like Notre uh, Dame yeah no no Notre Dame I, I think Notre Dame's that. big big Irish you can't take that away from them so you can't but yeah now Milwaukee well Milwaukee's weird man because like Marquette did this thing on uh, when was it? Last Friday, last Saturday, Saint Practice Day. You ever hear of this? I think I have actually. You just basically go out and just drink. Yep. I was loaded with homework, so I I did not participate. But man, you get woken up by kids screaming at nine in the morning. I'm like, God, they are starting early. Which is bizarre to me because you are practicing two weeks early then you are lucky that Marquette doesn't have a football team because every Saturday is like that, except for when it's an 11 a.m. kickoff, it starts at like seven in the morning and you're like, wow. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, I'm 22 now, too old for it, man. Too old for it at this point. I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm ready to start a family, ready to move to the suburbs. I'm good to go. No, I'm kidding. I'm not anywhere, anywhere near ready. 
No way. Thought I lost you for a second. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're good. We're good. We're locked in. I don't know, man. It was good to it was good to be back on here. Great and, to be uh, back and do this. We'll be back soon. You know, I got spring break next week, so pump on another one. Why not? Um, we'll be closer to St. Patty today, but make sure to go follow our socials. They're all listed below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not listening on YouTube, chances are you came from a social media platform. But if you didn't, they are in the the bio, the episode description. So just check them out. Go hit us with a follow, drop some comments. We'd love to hear what you have to say. We'd really appreciate the follow. If you ever want to be on an episode, always feel free to reach out. We'd be happy to have you on to share your thoughts about anything Boston sports or Massachusetts related. So guys, thanks for joining us. Episode 10, book it. And we'll see you next episode, episode 11. Hopefully it's next week, but we'll see. But take care, guys, and we'll see you soon.